What's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker, and this is WP Water Cooler. It is Friday. It is episode number 221. Tonight's, tonight, ooh, today's topic. Tonight. You're, you're still on Blab. I'm still on WP Blab, yeah. So today's topic, we're going to be doing uh, fighting WordPress burnout. Let's go around the room real quick, get everyone introduced. George, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, I'm George. Uh, I work at Automatic, and when I'm not uh, messing around with Jetpack, I enjoy burning the countryside. Nice. Burning the countryside? How about Trogdor. you, <laughs> Hey, I'm Jason Cosper. Uh, I work at WP Engine, and I enjoy burning the peasants. Sweet. Sarah, how about you? Um, my name is Sarah Weefald. I'm the project manager at Zeke Interactive, and I guess I burn and ate the thatched roof cottages. Yes! Good job! <laughs> Say, you're not getting it. Say doesn't have the geek cred, apparently, but it's, it's flowing right now. Yeah, I guess I should have you're said dead to me, Say. Um, but, you know, I'm Say. I kind of do WordPress stuff sometimes. No, a lot. And um, I don't know what burninating means, so I'm not going to use it in a sentence. And the Zangid comes in the <laughs> Oh, yeah, at Say on all the things. Thanks for the name. <laughs> what is happening? This is not my fault. <laughs> this is how you fight burnout. Uh, this uh, is exactly <laughs> what's going on here. Yeah. <laughs> this is actually a self-help episode. Steve, tell us yourself. Steve Stengate. I'm the founder of Zeke Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress meetup, and I had some burninating, but uh, I got some penicillin, and uh, I got it all taken care of. God. Nice. Uh, hashtag dad jokes. <laughs> I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me at Jason Tucker on Twitter, and I blog over at jasontucker.blog. And dude, come on, Trogdor. <laughs> I, I put the the, the video. The, I put the link to the video in the notes. In yeah, it'll be in the show notes. I will look at those later. <laughs> Thank you. But you're not going to get any of the really cool interactive things that happened on that show. I'm so sorry, say that you missed out. That's cool, you know. Inside joke. You're on the outside. Yep, yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say that happens a lot. So let's let's talk a little bit about burnout and about how how people that are doing freelance type work um, you know recognize the fact that they are burning out and how they can kind of uh, you know fight against that. You know what I'm burned out on this show, I'm out. I'm out of here. <laughs> well, can we <laughs> I mean, I think first that's we need... relevant, I think. <laughs> can we identify the symptoms of burnout? Can we look it up on Wikipedia? Yes. Well, Steve. one of the things like one of the things that I have learned to recognize in myself that when I find myself just kind of staring at the window containing my inbox for five minutes and not really just doing anything, I'm just kind of staring at it. I'm like, you know what, I might be burned out. I may need to just get up from my desk right now. Yeah, according to Wikipedia, Burnout is a series of high-speed racing games for the PlayStation 2, GameCube, <laughs> Xbox, PlayStation Portable, Nintendo DS, yes. and Xbox 360. So wait, you can play that on WordPress now? <laughs> I think an inability also, to focus is indeed a symptom also of Burnout. Burnout 2, Point of Impact, Burnout 3, Takedown, Burnout Revenge, and Burnout Paradise. So I mean, Sweet. I suppose technically you could burn out on Burnout. Like if you used to really enjoy playing Burnout, but then you do it so much that it no longer becomes fun and you're just kind of like going through the motions so you're not really that energetic and putting your time and passion into it the way you used to, maybe you're suffering from burnout burnout. That's when you make an 8-bit version of burnout and play that. That is better. Oh, man, that's awesome. Okay. But the general so idea is that if you're doing one thing for too long, 
the variety is the spice of life. You need to shake it up a bit. Otherwise, what once was your passion, something you really love doing, will just become drudgery and you will start to hate yourself. So consider either not working so many hours. I know when I was a freelancer, there was no shortage of 12-hour days when I would just push straight through or I would work for a company and then freelance on the side and I would put so much time in that I mean I would become irritable I would become hard to be around just not my normal pleasant cheery never shut up self <laughs> so let's let's talk about let's talk about psychology today's uh, definition of burnout because I think this is more this, this is this is this this is uh, this fits better burnout Burnout is not a simple result of long hours. The cynicism, depression, and uh, lethargy of burnout can lethargy. yeah lethargy can, can of burnout can occur when you're not in control of how you carry out your job, when you're working toward uh, goals that don't resonate with you, and when you're uh, when you lack social support. That actually makes sense in terms of burnout. The game like the cars, how you're just like spinning your wheels, right? So that is actually what burnout, the game is, right? Or the car term. So burnout in like life would be what you described, not just that you're tired, but that you're, you're, you're tired and you're trying really hard in one spot and you're literally burning out your tires and your fuel. Yeah, you're just, yeah you're stuck there. I'm I'm sort of focused on this, uh, you know, working toward goals that don't resonate with you, right? So so you know, working on uh, stuff that you're not passionate about, right? Somebody else's plan, right? Somebody somebody has given you something to do, and it's it's something you just don't believe in, um, or like I said, not passionate about. That that to me that that's a that's a uh, that can cause burnout really quickly. We've got a very weird noise going on with the uh, with the podcast. I think we're being. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm so burned out on this shit. <laughs> well, okay, so that's actually great. I was leading into that being burned out on whatever. We've been doing this show for um, four and a half years. This we have like an announcement of being done. <laughs> it's really sounded like <laughs> we're prefacing this whole thing. Two twenty-one divided by fifty-two. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So. Um, the cool thing is, is we keep kind of keep this fresh and, you know, we're just, we're just doing it. So there's no, maybe we are doing it for ourselves and that's why we're not burnt out on it because, you know, we're just here because we're choosing to be not because someone, you know, we have to because of a job or, you know, it's someone else's passion. It's like kind of, you know, that's the difference. So just saying it's, it's long-term drudgery a la what we're doing doesn't mean you will burn out on it. Yeah, yeah that's, that's I, I I worked in the music industry for almost ten years. And, I'm sorry, and I know, and that was, <laughs> you know, that was, you know, a lot of ten-hour days, if not longer. You know, a lot of late nights um, for you know really no sort of pay that anyone could live on. But you know, I made it work for that long because I really liked the work. You know, it just at a certain point, it just no longer becomes socially sustainable and you're like, well, no, I'm out. But so when 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 it's work that you feel really fulfilled by, I, I think it's burnout tends to come later. And and money's not money's not the primary motivator, right? So even if you were doing that job and you were being paid a fortune, right, you'd still get burned out. Yeah. I think you can also burn out if it is your passion. So um with just just anything really because if you are just continually moving forward and you don't take time for I'm going to say super super cliche word but self-care or take time away from your computer or make space for that 
your, it won't just be, maybe your mental state is like, I want to keep going. Um, but your body can start to struggle with that. Um, I've had a lot of back issues because my main two jobs have always been sitting at a computer and lifting boxes of books. Get a standing desk. These are, these are two of my favorite things to do and <laughs> they hurt sometimes. But so your body can also have burnout. And I think that definitely that affects us in the um, tech industry. Because, you know, other than, I mean, the standing desk is actually a reaction to that. It's, you know, everyone's like, this is the greatest thing because we're all sitting all the time. So physical burnout, I think, is also a component of being in tech. True. Yep. And getting so, out there and doing something with, with, other, with other humans out in the world um, is, is definitely, you know, seeing, getting but, some, sun, some sunlight and some, you know, just being able to commiserate with other people. But this show, okay, so you gave the example of this show, right? We've been doing this show for over four years, right? That would be easy to get burned out on because it's, we talk about, a lot about the same stuff over and over again, right? But this show is fun. It's always different. Um, you, know, you never know what Say is going to say. So <laughs> it, like, that's, it, it makes it, it, makes, it, makes it interesting. Yeah, no, no kidding. I mean, look someone knows. You have no idea what you're talking about. What if it wasn't about the topics and about how we rant and go on tangents about the topics? That's right. That's right. Definitely. So, so like we, this we one, oh, this just it. got real meta real fast. <laughs> oh, I really burned out on that noise. Yeah. So when, when you know when you're when you feel that you're going to start getting burnt out, do do you see that people tend to start working on side projects or doing some type of creative yet uh, good distraction? To well, to kind of I'll tell happen? you when I when I get burnt out, uh, I I don't do um, pardon uh, the explicit tag. I don't do shit. Uh, I get really testy, and uh, I tend to uh, just look at crud on the internet uh, and not really feel better about myself until I actually get out, uh, do something, take a shower. Um, you know, that's different for me. It might be different for you, but yeah. that's, uh, that's what I have a tendency to do. Everybody's going to have different ways of dealing with it. The key to it is 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 getting in touch with your emotions, right? So getting in touch with okay, I, I'm not feeling right, right? And being able to recognize that quickly in the process and to, so you can do something about it, right? Because that stuff, yeah. it's hard to recognize. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and that can, if you let that linger, then that can lead to burnout, right? I, I, I you know, I have the same thing, uh, Cosper. What I like to do is, is if I'm feeling um, just during my day, uh, like I need a break or if something's not feeling right, I just get up from my desk and go take a walk or go get a cup of coffee or take a drive or just a, that, just that change of scenery helps, uh, you know, keep me moving throughout my day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially if you're on a long-term project that you've been on for weeks or something and there's no real tangible milestones that you're ticking off it can be easy to get bogged down and feel again, like you're spinning your wheels. So what I do frequently is if I'm on some big long-term project, I jump over and do some something else that will take maybe an hour or two that I can actually finish, get done, check off, get that endorphin rush from actually having finished something and then move back on to the longer, less rewarding, but more important long-term things a bit and refreshed. And what can make you a good member of a team is is recognizing when somebody's getting, as Cosper put it, testy, right? So if somebody on your team just doesn't seem right, right? If they seem um, um, reactive, 
or, or just yeah. not themselves, you know, it, it, I think it's important at that point to, to take a break and, and pull them aside, whatever that may be. Everybody's team is going to be different. Pull them aside and say, listen, hey, you know, I'm, I'm noticing that, um, you know, you're not yourself or you're, you know, you, you reacted to this, right? Nothing wrong with that. I just want to find out what's going on, right? And if they're burned out, you know, then, then you discuss ways to deal with that. And can I take this off your plate? Can, can, can I recommend that you go take a, take a break, right? Go take a half a day or, or take a drive or get, take a shower, or, you know, whatever it is, right? So Steve, how do you, how do you do that? How do you do that when, I mean, you could do this when you're in an office because you yep. see the other person, they're throwing chairs and they're doing whatever, but how do you do this when you're on Slack and their memes start turning into dark memes? Like how I do think, you figure out what they're I, doing? I think, and, and we do have remote workers and I think it's important to, uh, to really know your team, right, and to to know how uh, people react uh, in a in a on a normal day to something, and 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 look for the cues when they're again not themselves. That can be anything, right? And so I think that can translate uh, both if you're working next to somebody in an office, or if you're you know just working with somebody over Slack, because that stuff that stuff starts to expose itself through. You know, through text as well. You know, my team, my my team likes to use emojis. We use them. We communicate over emoji, basically. And yes. So, and right, yes. right. And so, so if if you know, I'll give you an example. I had, this hasn't happened, but if I see that somebody's not using their normal emojis, or they just you know things are coming over Slack in a very factual way, right? That's probably a sign that somebody's not themselves. Wow, yeah. I I don't I don't know how I don't know how you can uh, determine that based on just text or just and on emoji and stuff. It, it, it's just it's just an, an instinct, right? And and what I do, what I like to do with my team, and I do this with everybody, is just do regular check-ins, whether that's daily or weekly. Just how you doing, right? Yeah. How's this project going? Um, I mean, what's going as on? Follow as a follow-up to last week. Um, I really do feel that burnout can be a bit more of a danger, especially when you're on a distributed team, because there's yes. less of the yeah. uh, social interaction and camaraderie built up with your teammates. Mm -hmm. uh, so you need to be able to be more self-aware of that. And you also do need to uh, do weekly hangouts with your team or something when it's not focusing on work just as a way of socializing and hang out with people that you hopefully have some degree of affinity for. Right. The, the best uh, managers and teams that, uh, that I've had and teams that I've worked on uh, have been um, the managers that I have a weekly or bi-weekly one-on-ones with where I can check in. And those one-on-ones aren't like over chat. They aren't over anything else. Uh, you know, like, a, you know, any text-based thing. They're over a Google Hangout. They're mm -hmm. over, um, you know, some sort of video conferencing or whatever. Uh, so I can like actually look my manager in the eye and be like, hey, this thing isn't working out. This thing isn't going so great, um, you know. And, and actually, hopefully, you have a manager you can approach with that sort of thing, um, and, and and talk to about. But just having that that face to face one on one time is a really big thing. Mm -hmm. and that's what Sarah awesome. was talking about too. Is that she was talking in a previous episode about how one of one of the workers over at Zeke, um, your remote worker, was like, "I I need to have that. I need to have that feedback. I need to have that." that one-on-one -on -one time to, to discuss that. So I think that's good if you can if you can be the one that's having that issue and approaches your manager and just says, hey, look, I'm, I, need to, I need to actually have a conversation. Like I literally have not said words out of my mouth for eight hours. So I, I need to talk now. 
<laughs> but and, and and it's important for managers to recognize that that it, it needs to be received uh, well on their side, right? That that's that's how managers need to work in the in today's working environment, right? So if an employee comes to a manager and says, "Hey, I need the ability to do this, just to just to talk or just to check in, or I need to express my feelings," right? Not all managers are equipped to handle that, right? At least old school managers that I used to work for, I know would not. You know, if I if I went to one of my old managers, right, pre nineteen ninety five, and said something like that, they'd kick me out of their office. Yeah, they take your feelings, feelings elsewhere. And honestly, another important factor to combating this is downtime. So, I mean, if all if you're doing a lot of work, and I know we as we said in the definition that it's not purely caused by working too much, but if it is just the drudgery of going in and doing the exact same thing over and over again, uh, one fantastically helpful thing might be burn a day. Go just like veg, uh, go to the movies, uh, go to the beach. If it's summer, you're anywhere near a beach or you're in California where you're always near the beach. Um, and just take some time for yourself to disconnect, uh, recharge, and then come back a bit more energized. To, to yeah. touch on what Steve was talking about, uh, about uh, being a manager and not necessarily knowing what to do. If, if you are a manager and you don't necessarily know um, what to do about managing uh, your employees, about having these conversations, uh, there's a really good book by uh, Michael Lobb, AKA Rands, called Managing Humans. Uh, I'll throw a link into the show notes. It's, Ooh, it's yeah. definitely worth checking out. Awesome. You know, and, and a classic book on this, and I, I haven't read in a long time, is The One Minute Manager, right? Uh, but, uh, you know, that's where I learned my management style from. The One Minute Manager is really just about uh, consistently checking in. Both, And this, this is kind of an old school management book, but it's about um, not just reprimands, but also praise and how to give praise and how to do both uh, in a very quick manner, right? So praise... Praise is a good part of, of this whole system that we're talking about, right? If, if you are a manager out there and you are listening to this and you don't play, praise your employees um, uh, consistently, you should, you should look at that because it's important, right? That just, just stopping by and saying to somebody, you know what, you did a really good job on that thing, that in itself can prevent burnout. Definitely. Yeah. Another fantastic book uh, along similar lines, just team management and actually how to work towards goals with AI and not in detrimental ways is uh, Work Rules by Laszlo Bach, uh, which on some level, it's more like how Google does things and what we can learn from it. But it's also things like uh, do some way that employees can publicly recognize other folks for doing a uh, Bang up, bang up job on something or other. Uh, Google does it where anyone internally can give anyone else a bonus of like a hundred bucks or something. But you can also do it where you can just like do public kudos to someone else that uh, did a fantastic job handling a problematic ticket or came up with a really inventive solution. Uh, but the idea is make sure that folks can get recognized and acknowledged for uh, actually excelling in the field. Yeah. I mean, what. Oh, go on, Sarah. One thing I was just going to kind of bring up, I mean, yeah, like all of this is very important. Like you need to have positive reinforcement for your team and you need to receive positive reinforcement. Um, but I know that for me, when I start to feel stress is when I have to put off doing things in my personal life because there are other things that 
that are very pressing that need handling. So like if I have piles of laundry sitting at home because I haven't been home before 10 p.m. any night, um, I get, I, 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 that, that wears on me. I thought you were um, going to say one of the things that brings me stress is, is working for Steve. So I'm glad you didn't go there. <laughs> yeah, there's that too. But why do you think she's in until 10 p.m. each night? <laughs> um, so it's, I, so, you know, occasionally, like if, if I'm in like a high stress period, you know, I'll use handy to have somebody just come to my house and clean it while I just sit on the couch and, and watch TV or go for a walk or um, like it, it just trying to get things in place, knowing that like, okay, I may not to be ta able to take care of this thing for myself right now, but I need to make sure that someone is taking care of it. Um, and it's good to just get away from things. Like I'm lucky I live a 10 minute walk from the ocean. So I just go down there and, and stick my feet in the water and just sit until I feel human again, which very, very highly recommended if you can do it. Um, I also scheduled my first full, like leaving for an entire week vacation. And nice. I am stoked. That's nice. awesome. Vacations, yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that's that's a huge one as well. I mean, especially if you can if you can find the find a way to absolutely turn everything off. No Slack notifications. No, I'm I'm you know I'm out. Don't even send me a text message. If the place burns down, it's on you. I'm I'm out of here for a week, and then just do that. And I realized a lot of why I had never done that was because of me. It wasn't because of any sort of demands at any office. It was because I couldn't, I couldn't, I, I was just so like nervous about things that I just couldn't let go. And so now it's like, okay, you know what? I'm going to Oslo. It's actually illegal for me to work from outside the country. So I'll see you guys in a week. I love that every one of these episodes feels like we're doing uh, Sarah's annual review. I, I, I love it. Wait, what did I say? Is it bad? No, no. no nothing whatsoever. No, that's awesome. Look, I, I, I like to make a point of uh, taking, uh, at least in 2017, I, I, I was bad about it um, previous years, but I decided um, kind of late in 2016 that I would make a point of every quarter uh, that I would take. Um, we have unlimited uh, vacation. Uh, and one of the pitfalls about unlimited vacation is you think, oh, well, I have unlimited vacation. And then you never end up taking it. So I told myself that uh, every quarter, uh, I would try to take at least one week. And if that is uh, a whole week altogether, or two days here, two days there, whatever, um, you know, because uh, my job allows for that, uh, I'm going to try to do it. I don't think I'll get away with it, uh, but having that goal there um, to actually to, to actually try it uh, is something that I, I'm going to do, and I've got a vacation planned for just a few weeks from now. Good. Nice. One potential downside about unlimited vacation that some folks don't realize is if you have, if you work for a company that gives you unlimited vacation, that's cool and all, but if you don't really take that much vacation and then you leave the company, um, you don't get any of that. Like if you did a crude vacation where you would get like 20 hours a year, 20 days a year. Ixnay on the info. Use it or lose it. You won't get paid out if you leave. Well, I mean, the thing too is like, you know, we have, you know, I, 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 we don't really keep track of, of vacation time that, that our team wants to take off. And, you know, I, I've had these, this conversation with members of our team. And, you know, my, my thing is just like, tell me in advance so I can build it into your schedule. 
Um, like, I don't care if you're taking a week off every quarter, as long as, you know, when I'm building the schedule for production, I've got it right there. I know when we can deliver and when we can't. Yeah, George, well, doesn't that's, that's respect at that point. I was, I was going to say, George, doesn't Automatic do something interesting around um, after you're there for a particular amount of time, you take a yeah. sabbatical? Once you've been with Automatic for five years, which I'm going to hit in a little over a year from now, uh, you get to take a up to three-month sabbatical. Nice. Uh, fully paid, health insurance, everything. Um, just go decompress, find something that you enjoy doing, and go do it. That's awesome. Do a lot of people come back from that? Like pretty, uh, pretty refreshed, We've pretty not cool lost out? anyone. Uh, and we also do uh, maternity and paternity leave after a couple as a child. Um, I was out for three months, and the best of my knowledge, we've only lost one, maybe two people that just didn't come back from uh, parental leave. Um, and no, everyone seems to absolutely love being able to go out on a sabbatical, and they come back absolutely thrilled and able to dig back in and be much more excited about what they're doing. That's cool. And I think uh, on top of just, you know, being able to just fully take time away from the office, I, I think like in those times in between, because clearly we can't all just live on vacation, nice as it would be, um, <laughs> it's really important to have hobbies. Mm -hmm. um, I picked up photography again after a long time. Um, I have been, uh, you know, not as much lately, but I would, you know, I've been taking off to like, the Salton Sea and Joshua Tree just to like drive around and take photos and edit them. Wait, you've been going to a YouTube album? It's a place too. Yes. It's a what? It's a place. <laughs> I did not. Okay. Yeah, Joshua Tree National Park, dude. Huh, dude. All right. But yeah, and, and I also started volunteering uh, for Salton Sea Preservation um, because after 2017 uh, is like a tipping point for the uh, the environment out there. And then that's when we're going to start getting dust storms that smell like sulfur getting uh, on their way to L.A. So I just have other things that I care about in addition to doing a good job at the office and doing right by my team. And that helps me get through a day. And photography is great because it's both a something that you can do just yourself as well as get a group together and go do a photo walk or something like that. So there's plenty of those types of things that people can do that will get them out of the office yet still keep them close enough to home that they'll be able to get back to work and do their thing. So find a sunset, point a camera at it, and take a picture of it. That's what I do. Sweet. What else you got, Steve? Are we burned out on burnout solutions? Yeah, um, you know, I mean, we've we've talked, uh, we've all sort of mentioned uh, the work-life balance. Um, yeah. you know, that's very important to us here at Zeke. It's something I founded the company on, and it's something that we've maintained uh, over our uh, you know lifespan here. Um, and I just encourage more people to to do that, right? You know, and if you know if you're not. Um, if you're not running a company that has uh, good that encourages good work-life balance, you, you might want to look at that. If you're not working for a company that encourages good work-life balance, you might want to look at finding one that does, and you know, go some go elsewhere, right? He's trying to say you know, I'm hiring. And I know no, that. No, I'm, uh, sorry. <laughs> well, yes well, and no, but. Um. Yeah. Well, one of the things too is you know a lot of people feel like they just don't have the ability to to have work-life balance uh, and especially freelancers because the pile of work is always there and like I, I faced this last night like I stayed a little bit late last night because I was trying to wrap up a project and then I was finally like you know what I could stay here late every night and still have work to do and it's going to be here mm -hmm. when I when I get yep. back here in the morning so I'm going to the gym yep. and <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's okay to go to your coworkers and go to your manager and say, look, I'm human, right? This is what I need to do a good job for you and to do a good job for this company, right? These are the things that I need. And, you know, and if you're not, if you, I'm just suggesting if you're not doing those things, then it's okay to raise your hand. Yeah, and if you're a manager, you know, there's resources, there's tons of resources that are out there to do this exact sort of thing. Um, I know that many folks um, in the WordPress community will go off and go to something like HoboPress and just get a bunch of people together to do both two things. One, to take some time off to like, you know, just kind of recharge and then also be able to talk to other people that are in the same type of field and, and that sort of thing to figure out what is it that I'm doing right or wrong and how can I do better. So look at those types of things in your, you know, in your situation, in your environment and see if those are the things that you can get involved in so that you can learn more about doing doing well for your job. Well, that's about wraps it up for today, folks. Thank you very much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Um, I, I think the type of work that we do here where we just we talk about this sort of thing helps out tons of people that are stuck at home, not saying a word for eight hours all day long, and that they get a chance to actually kind of listen to people like us that have the exact same type of things that they're dealing with. So. Thank you for being on the show today. We really appreciate it. If you're watching the show at home, uh, feel free to click on the little thumbs up button to tell us that you enjoyed it. And if you really like this type of content, hit the subscribe button. And by the way, um, WP Water Cooler and WP Blab are both um, uh, podcasts. So you can definitely go and uh, subscribe to those as well in audio format. So you don't have to look at our ugly mugs. All right, guys. Talk to you all later. Bye-bye. <laughs>